Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is your favorite ride at the Minnesota State Fair? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, what is your favorite ride at the Minnesota State Fair? We are live at the Minnesota State Fair, and I think Bradley Trainer, thank you, Bessie, is uh, very much looking forward to getting on a spinny ride that will make him. No, barf. you know, I don't like spinny rides. I know Those are the don't. worst. I like since the age of about, I don't know, I feel like somewhere in my teenage years I lost the ability to go on spinny rides I used to love them like I was obsessed with just like around and around and around and around and around like tilt a whirls I would oh, pee yeah. my pants laughing like, with laughter and joy now I will barf my you know barf on my pants uh, not from joy uh, what is the best ride at the Minnesota State Fair I want to tell while we're waiting for people to call 651-641-1071 do you remember how I learned that you didn't like spinny rides yes it was like, I don't, it was a decade ago for sure. And we were on the midway. We uh, had just seen Wilson Phillips or we were going to oh, see yeah. Wilson Phillips. Yeah. Either way, we had some tickets for a ride and you were like, I was like, do you want, let's go on a ride. And we had like a yeah. group of people and you were, I, I think you, it was just the four of us. It was your husband. Wasn't no, it? No, because Aaron was with us and some oh, other people. Oh, we had like oh, a, okay. a, we were with a bunch of people Yeah. and you were like, you choose. And I, I love spinny rides oh god and i was like that one and you got on it and at the end <laughs> i looked at you and you were green yeah. and i was like whoops yeah. yeah no i don't do well <laughs> in spinny rides but i do love rides and i know that there are so many awesome rides at the fair that i have never ridden on now like i also consider like the sky glider is that the sky glider i forget which this is, is which the, i don't know but sky anyway ride, there's like the two there's like the one with the cage and then this one where you can like fall out and that one i can't do scares me but then you could see panties like on the roof over there. I've heard that that's worth it. Because people drop their panties and dumb things, right? Don't they still do that? I don't hey. know. Anyway, the, the moral of the story people is. People dropping their panties. I know people are looking around like, what? <laughs> Panty dropper. Um, that's the, the name of the ride, actually. That's what they call it. But, um, so, but I know that there are tons of rides like that. Um, there's the big slide. I have never done the big slide before. I've never done this carousel over here. Have you? The or not carousel, Ferris the Ferris wheel? wheel. Sorry, I get those two mixed what up. What is my biggest fear? Heights. Heck okay, no, so I've not, not done doing, that thing. Yeah. Um, so 651-641-1071 and Holly, feel free to jump in or audience, feel free to yell it out. 
Um, it helps if you yell it out really loud because we can't hear. Um, <laughs> but but I like I I have only been on other than the one that made me sick. The only other ride that I have been on at the state fair is the slingshot ride, mm-hmm. which is over by I forget what that area is called. It's kind of in front of the midway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Over near what do they call that area? Like the near the west side. It's got like those built-in bars, like where everybody like gets totally lit. Oh yeah 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 that. Uh, bar place. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of across from Blue Moon. Kind of over there. Anyway, the moral of the story it's is tall, I've been on very it. few rides. Yeah. Um, and so I want to go on some stuff, but I don't know like what's not going to make me barf. Uh, so I will just tell you really quickly yesterday, my husband was here with all my kids, and they went on something called, I think it's called the Air, Air Max. Okay, what's that? I don't know why he went on it because I looked it up to see what it was. It is like the, you know, at Valley Fair, the pirate ship that swings back and forth. Oh, no. It's no, like no, no, that. No. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> it's worse. It's like that, but instead of the uh, being a pirate ship. Does it go all the way around? Oh, yeah. And it's not a pirate ship. It's like this round thing, and you're oh, hanging so like the Tower spins? of Terror. So it's like a combo platter, no. and that's at the bottom. And he said he said he got off of it, and he was like, I, I can never do that again. Meanwhile, my daughter was like, I'll go on that again. And she went by herself, which oh, she's that. 12. That never happens. She loved it so much. That's awesome. Yeah, so don't go on that one, for sure, because that's spinny, too. I've You'd d- be gone. Well, we got a couple we of folks on the line. Fabulous. Sarah's first. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Sarah, what's the best ride at the Minnesota State Fair? My favorite ride at the Minnesota State Fair is the, what I call the giant carpet slide. It's a burlap sack now, but it used to be a piece of carpet, and I've been riding it with my family since I was a kid. Yes, the giant slide. Bradley, you you've never been never, on that one. I've never been on it. Thank you so much for that suggestion because the but what's funny is have you seen these videos lately? I swear there are like a bunch of videos going around of people like flying off of that okay. thing. Funny you should say that. And thank I don't you, think Sarah, it's thank you, Sarah. I don't think it's the actual one here at the Minnesota State Fair. No. So my husband went on it again yesterday with my kids because he's the fun parent and I'm apparently not. When well, you were he, working, also. that's true. You were doing a show. I couldn't do that. <laughs> um, but he he said that he must. He's like I must have been on the fast one, and he kept going when it's supposed to stop. Oh God! He like kept into the going crowd? into people. Oh. <laughs> so just watch now for the fast lane. That one. <laughs> Thank yes, you, Holly. Exactly. That one would be fun. We have somebody else on the phone, Holly. And we do. Sharon Lee's here. Hi, Sharon Lee. Sharon Lee, what is your favorite ride at the Minnesota State Fair? Hello. Hi. Hi. There you are. My favorite ride, and now the only one because, like, like you guys, I can't go. Well, I can't go on a uh, on a spinny one or anyway. I look at them, but the best is the flume. Oh, where oh. is that? I. You're asking me directions. Oh yeah. <laughs> is it in the midway though? I'm assuming where all the other rides are. Yeah, it's okay. on the left. And you'd never think it was fun, but it's hilarious. It's really hilarious, and um, everybody's always laughing. You do get a little it. wet, but that's all right. You dry off real fast yeah, in this of weather. Course. Thank you, Sharon Lee. Thanks, Have a Sharon great Lee. day. Um, yeah, there's nothing to me a little worse than walking around all wet all day. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to get all wet. Now, I will say, I also don't like community water. Well, so I have issues with. Shared water by water that has been splashing people all day. I get that. I'm sure it's like recycled or I like do feel filtered like or something. Once you get splashed with it, you get to keep it. 
So I don't know. No, I'm just saying like some probably swishes in the boat and then goes out. Yeah, no, I'm just I I get a little water parks and I don't not, get along. Not a good not mean. a good friendship. Mean. Um, do we have anybody else on the line, Holly? We don't. Okay, so I was what I was gonna say is I still love a good spinny ride, Ugh. and my favorite spinny ride is a tilt a whirl. Yeah, I my kids fight over who gets to go on the tilt a whirl with me. Yeah, because I laugh. So hard, it I is, cannot control myself. They are fun because you just have no control. It's right? so fun. Any any ride that just like whips you around without your say so is I'm in. I'm a hundred percent in. Holly, do you? Um, I know. See, now, before we before I left to come here today, Holly told me that she got sick on the shuttle <laughs> coming back yesterday. So, oh, with that being understood, Holly, and I can kind of relate from a motion sickness point of view, what, do you have an actual ride you enjoy here at the fair? The bench. Yep. <laughs> My a, favorite ride at the, the state on fair. The bench. Auntie's going to be over there, give you a 20, and I'll wave at you when you're at yeah. the top of the I'm slide. I'm going to get a corn dog. Yep. You guys have it. fun. <laughs> have fun, guys. Have well, fun, guys. My goal is to get on something that I have not been on. At the Minnesota State Fair this year. Bradley, so stay tuned. I would highly recommend you start at the kid way. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, you that'd be do, like that'd be a little something. awkward. You can do something like, bigger. Sir, <laughs> you're too big to ride this ride. You can't get on this alligator roller coaster. <laughs> oh gosh. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, it is the Minnesota State Fair. And so every day we must eat. But today is Friday, so we actually have an actual, authentic, real life cheat day. Yeah. We're gonna eat some Fair food, one of the new fair foods after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Oh, yeah. It's Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. It's the second day of the Minnesota State Fair, which means we are on cheat day every day number two. Don't say number two. It's the second one. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. <laughs> Stick this in your mouth. What do we put in our mouth? This is ice cream. Yes, we got to we got to do this quick cuz it's melting. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, so you explain what it is cuz I'm right, busy so, trying to extract birthday it. Birthday cake and pardon my Spanish paleta and it, it is a Mexican I mean essentially it looks like uh, a very delicious birthday cake ice cream pop. It's a Mexican frozen dessert on a stick made with chunks of birthday cake sprinkles. <gasps> And a vanilla extract base, specially created by the locally owned La Michoacana Rose, Rose, Rose. Oh. Oh. Uh, to celebrate Hamlin Church Dining Hall's 125th year at the fair. Oh, that's right. So this is available at the Hamlin, Hamlin Church Dining, Dining Hall. Hall? Yes. Yeah. But La, yep. La Michoacana is like local, right on Lake Street mm -hmm. or close, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is, I mean, this is literally a celebration on a stick. 125 years while we are enjoying this. I'm going to eat now. Let us You're talking, think, I'll eat. Okay. Let us think about what that means. 125 years at the Minnesota State Fair. That's big, big stuff. And um, Bradley Trainer, um, he's going in for the second bite. The thing I'm the most like excited about mm. is I can see the cake. In mm -hmm. the top. Mm -hmm. Okay, so mm -hmm. I'm going to keep mm -hmm. talking while you let me know when the time comes. I am good. Okay, all right, then now I'm going in. All right, so what's awesome about this is A, it is that, like, it, it's not birthday cake flavored, it's like birthday cake. Like, there's actual cake in there, and it's, it tastes like the frosting and the cake and the sprinkles, like all the things you want. 
what I hate more than anything is when somebody tells you it's birthday cake because that's like kind of one of those flavors now that everybody oh. does, and it just kind of tastes like plastic. This is not you know? that. <laughs> no, this is like real cake, oh. chunks of um, sprinkles, and you can just tell it's real, right? <laughs> the ice cream just tastes real. Oh my gosh! I know. Now you tell me what you think, and I'll eat more. This is like anything else that says it's a birthday cake mm. is a crime. It kind of now looks, that you've had this. It's giving me like gourmet good humor vibes. Ooh, I like that. You know, like the things you like about a good humor bar, like the strawberry shortcake uh -huh. bar or whatever, where it has texture, but this is like flavor, like up a notch. No, so the thing about it is, like you said, birthday cake is like a flavor of the moment, which I, I just, I mean, everybody knows you can conjure up in your mind what birthday cake means, but usually when they do birthday cake, it it's like, like a whiff, it's like a whiff of birthday cake. Yeah. This reminds me, so just to give you like an idea oh of sorry. what. I just ate that whole thing. Well, I. I'm, go I'm to gonna in talk? a minute in a minute because I'm gonna eat this, but I just want to say this because in order because you might be thinking like I don't understand I'm trying to make sense of this. Think about if this is gonna I'm gonna make it not sound good but just I really want you to be here with me in this moment. When you eat birthday cake with ice cream on it and it gets like a little bit melty and it sort of like joins together a little bit. Yeah. It's like that and then yeah. frozen yeah. and then on. Oh, absolutely. The, so it's like it's. Super duper good. So I'll tell you. And I'm, uh, I want to eat it now. I'll bye. tell people again. If you just joined us, and we do cheat day every day during the Minnesota State Fair on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Normally we do it just on Fridays, and you can watch it on our YouTube channel. We always try fun stuff, except for the pickled bologna that I made Holly and. Uh, well, actually, I ate it too, and it was not bad. Pickled bologna. But we do all sorts of fun that things. That was foul. It was not foul. It was That's nice. nasty. Stop. It was foul. Stop it. But today, our selection for your enjoyment, you can actually indulge in here at the Minnesota State Fair. Again, it's the birthday cake paleta, but there are paletas, uh, a lot of them, mm. different flavors. I was going to tell you, there's also strawberry, Oreo, pistachio, bubblegum. Mm. I bet the kids would love that. Don't kids love bubblegum? Mm -hmm. I could get into I the Oreo. I don't love bubblegum. Who wants bubblegum flavored ice cream? You like that? Oh. I mean. Okay. I'm not going mean, to say no to it. I'm, to each their own. Also, passion fruit. There is a special flavor of the day and more. And again, this is at Hamlin Church Dining Hall. And, uh, you know, if you're out and about in the Twin mm. Cities, La Michoacana, the rest of the year. They're really good. I know. They're really good. But again, they're really good because it's real. Like, I know right. that sounds stupid. No, but... it doesn't, though, because you know, you know what this is like when you get like a banana flavored something. Blech. Yeah. Like and the banana. Bana Taffy. Banana. What did you say? Blah nana. Blah nana. Like banana flavored stuff is gross, but real banana stuff is good. Yeah, it tastes like plastic. Yeah, this is. <laughs> Everything I don't like, it just tastes like plastic. I don't plastic. like that it's melting. I don't want to waste eat. it. Just keep eating. I want to eat the and whole paleta of it, okay? Uh, okay, I see what you did there, I think. Um, I was going to tell you guys. So if you missed yesterday's, let's see, what did we have yesterday? Oh, gosh, Jason Matheson's biscuits. That sounded inappropriate, but mm -hmm. it's not, I promise. Mm -hmm. His actual biscuit, strawberry shortcake, and the southern fried chicken Sammy mm -hmm. with the pimento cheese, which you can get at Lulu's Public, public House, which is over in the West End. Mm -hmm. That's what we call it, right? Yeah. Keep eating. Um, <laughs> see what I'm doing? I See what I do for I you? I love you. Thank you. Um, that was yesterday. Today, the paleta from uh, La Michoacana and the Hamlin Dining Hall, Church Dining Hall. Monday, do we know what we're doing Monday? Because I know you have our schedule, and I'll let you chew and get to the mm -hmm. schedule. Um, but we're, I'm working. like I said, we've got 
every day planned out at the state fair. So if you're coming out towards the end of the fair and you want to know what's worth eating, keep listening and keep track because uh, I will tell you, so far, we're two for two in terms really? of things that I would get myself. I think we're going to be. And, I think we're probably going to be three for three come Monday. What's Monday? Midtown Global Markets. Andy's Garage is bringing. I'm. Uh, my tongue is frozen. <laughs> <laughs> is bringing molotes. Ah, uh, but it's a different kind of. Well, it's elote, but what's a molote? Um, hold please. It's like a special kind. No, I put you on the spot. No, it's fine. My tongue is still. But frozen, I imagine so it's some kind of a up. take on, on uh, mm. elote. That. It's uh. Uh, yeah, they're like empanadas, right? Oh. Am I wrong? Okay, I could be totally wrong then. I guess I don't know what we're doing, but That's I'm looking be forward to it. Because it's going to be good. I, I will tell you, it is so rare that we have a bad cheat day experience. We've been blessed. Well, at the state, fair, state fair, for sure. Yeah. Now, I will tell you. Because you know how hard it would be to like sit up here and eat food and pretend like it was good if it's not? Um, well, Jason said it yesterday. He yeah. was like, you don't have a poker face when it yeah. comes to things. I mean, normally it's the radio, so we can kind of... We could fake it, but we don't... To. Luckily, we don't but need to. But when people are staring at you... Now, I do have to tell you this. Um, well, first of all, let's rate these, because we rate on a five oh, Cobra yeah, we scale. Didn't, we, we didn't, didn't rate Je yesterday. Jason's yesterday. I mean, it was a lot of Cobras. I feel like that was a five. Um, well, did you see me finishing the yeah. shortcake? Oh. I was... That was a five. Okay, so the the uh, the Paletas... Yep. In terms of out of five cobras, in terms of frozen dairy deliciousness, I have to give it a five. That's a five. Yeah, because that was real. Yeah, like because there's two. Here's here's uh, again. You don't need the justification. I love that I'm like trying to justify this to you. I'll keep you eating go. ice cream. Um, <laughs> just while you're eating ice cream, the one thing I mm -hmm. look forward to at the Minnesota State Fair, other than all the other foods, is at some point because you know we're here every day. On my way out of the fair, on one of the last days, I always stop. And I forget the name of it, but it, it is the frozen custard place that's right by the entrance we leave from by the uh -huh. Miracle of Birth Barn. Yeah. It's near the Poutine place. Mm -hmm. There, I don't, it's a name. It's somebody's name. Their frozen custard mm. is amazing. And this like, is, is right up there with it. Yep. That, what a good cheat day. I was Thank here for you. this. Thank you so much. Um, and when we come back, I'm, my tongue is frozen. It's so okay. I'm, It'll thaw We're going to thaw out by talking about celebrities behaving badly. We call them Demons. after this on My Talk 1071. Hi. Hi. We've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And uh, we have a name for them. That name is D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. My D-bag is a tabloid known as the U.S. Sun. We'll oh. just call it the Sun, but you know they advertise to us in the United States. Now we have to deal with their trash. And you're probably wondering why I'm picking the Sun on this particular occasion. Why? Why? Why, Ooh, why are you picking the Sun on this particular occasion? Because of a story that I... I can't believe I clicked on, much less watched. Here's the headline. Exclusive worries for Wendy. Wendy Williams looks disheveled and disoriented. I'm surprised they didn't say unrecognizable. <laughs> disheveled and disoriented as she appears to buy cigarettes and liquor. <gasps> no. In disturbing late night outing. Now, from that headline, what do you think you're going to see? I'm going to see a picture of Wendy Williams looking disheveled. Buying cigarettes and, and liquor disoriented. and disoriented, buying liquor and cigarettes. 
Okay, so I was like, you know, we pay attention to Wendy Williams. It seems like she's going through some stuff. Times are hard for her. She's post-show. We're not quite sure what she's doing next. Allegedly, supposedly, there's a podcast. Who knows? However, I will say a, a paparazzo caught up with her. Although, you know, I mean, it is New York, so I'm not surprised to think that actually a, a paparazzo was on, on Wendy Williams' detail. But you do have to wonder if people around Wendy are also calling the paparazzi. Ooh, that's a good point. But what follows is some photos, which, you know, again, I, I think people who maybe don't pay attention to Wendy Williams don't realize that a lot of her photos, she appears to be like, what you know, she looks like you're always catching her off guard. Yeah. And, and that's just who Wendy is. So, like, to me, there was nothing unusual about these photos. Then there was a video. And the video I watched, literally, this was interesting. So, imagine, see, this is why I'm like, what are we doing here? So, I'm angry at the sun for making me go down this rabbit hole. Because what I then watched was a video that shows Wendy Williams getting in and out of a cab. Uh, and she's not really saying anything but she's getting in and out of a cab Mm -hmm. big deal right she goes into at one point a store to pick up ciggies okay like oh she smokes i mean don't smoke kids right but like of the things that we're gonna go after celebrities for i don't think smoking is like hot on my list well what do we always say everyone smokes nothing Nothing is is real and everyone smokes so yeah Okay, so great. But then there's this move where the cabbie then drives off to a liquor store and goes in and gets a bottle for her. And you see this all go down. Like, it's clear. Because then he comes out, the cabbie comes out and gives her a bottle. Now, there, we've, we've talked about her sobriety publicly. But, like, I, d- I don't know where Wendy's at in her journey. So mm-hmm. is it my business on any particular day? Not really. Is it shocking? Okay, sure, be shocked. But really, are we shocked? No, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I also don't know who like who paid for the bottle or who she was going to give that bottle to, right. right? But you do see the guy go in and get the bottle for her and then open the back door and hand it to her and she says, thank you. So it was at that moment where I was like, I think the move here is like, then she doesn't have to be seen buying the bottle. Right. But I'm like, but we see you in the cab, honey. Right. So like somebody's not paying attention here because if you didn't want us to know... You already got out to get your ciggies. Right. So, like, we're on to you if that's a thing. Or the other thing, and this is about the rabbit hole that I went down, which was, who, does she want me to know all this? Like, like what's, am I being played here? Yeah. Yeah, Like, who, because all of this is for for show. Because if you're, okay, I want you to put yourself in the mindset of Wendy Williams. I don't even have to put myself in the mindset of Wendy Williams. I received a liquor order at my house yesterday. Thank you. If you were, when, I don't go to stores anymore. Thank it's you. It's 2022. Thank you. And even more so, if you are someone who is purporting to be sober and you maybe don't want to see people see you drink or whatever, like let's just assume that's what we're doing here, you would just have yes. somebody go get it for you or yes. you get a delivery. She they doesn't live need in to New be York. in the cab for that. She's in New York for crying outside, yeah. right? Like she has 100 people. So then I begin to think like, what is this really about? Is this about I mean, just getting attention? Is this about Wendy doesn't care? Is this about somebody telling Wendy to do these things? I mean, look, to me, anything is possible. Stranger things. I mean, I don't know. And I think you're right to be suspicious because any person who is trying... If, if she were actively trying to hide something, that would not I mean, be... That's like so when kids, when you're playing hide-and-go-seek with kids and they just put their hands over their eyes. Yeah. That's what she. That's the yeah. equivalent, the celebrity like, equivalent. they won't see me now. If I can't see them. 
Like, that's what she's doing. And that's, yeah. Good question, again, Bradley. No answers. Yeah. So so I'm, I'm kind of angry at the son for, you know, maybe trying to, like, make Wendy look bad. But then I'm like, is this really the son or is this somebody that's using the son mm-hmm. to, like, make Wendy look bad? Or is this just Wendy making herself? Like, whatever it is, I just know I'm being played by You didn't want to buy somebody. tickets. I didn't want to buy tickets. That said, she is loving the short shorts lately. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. These photos. Like you're a little worried. And that is an outfit out. of somebody who wants to be seen. Look at the, what she's wearing. She is like, is I'm going on, out to be I seen. I got to roll over. Oh, hey. Yeah. Yeah, those are like denim undies. Yeah, no, she and, and she like I'm just saying she's wearing an out. It's not like she's like I'm gonna put on my you know that's my not her house disguise. Dress. Yeah, and go get the booze. No, that's not. This was like I'm out. I'm I want to be seen. That's her going outfit. Very very strange. Who's your debate? Oh, J Lo and Ben. So headline in it's TMZ. Benna forever. Sorry, Benna forever. It's a publication show. It is. We um they were in headlines on TMZ and everywhere else actually for that matter. J Lo and Ben Affleck Three's Company making out in bodyguards shadow. What? Wait, Three's Company meaning the bodyguard? They were making out with the bodyguard? No, the bodyguard was there. Okay. And they were making out. So as you know, as you all know because you listen to the Colleen and Bradley show, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are on their. Second honeymoon. Numero duo. Where are they? Say that in Italy. Uh, They're in Italy. Yeah, they're in Milan, and uh, the two of them were spotted by paparazzi outside of a Cartier, and um, the jewelry made them horny, and so they started making out. The jewelry made them horny. Well, I don't know how else do you like what? No, I said that because I don't know how else. Four carat diamond bracelet. I don't know how else to really like narrate the situation. They're looking in the in the window at Cartier with their arms around each other, and then that quickly turns into a hot makeout sesh. And the pulled back like wide shot shows the two of them making out while their bodyguard stands nearby and TMZ wants us to believe that this is this really awkward situation for the bodyguard and it it, it? yeah to which I say I I was born at night but I was not born last night these you know we all know the bodyguard the bodyguard probably is like I cannot believe I get paid to do this I'm I'm sure the bodyguard is grateful and then yes is probably fine with it this is the easiest job in the world certainly is not the first time that the two of them have gotten handsy with each other in front of the bodyguard because they knew a camera was nearby and that's all that's happening I'd just like to remind you again for the listener who doesn't pay attention like just so you know how this all works again like you're like oh Ben and Jen are out and they're constantly inundated by the paparazzi they can't even just catch a break they just are trying to enjoy their second honeymoon and Ben has a severe anxiety issue with the public it's like you guys they're literally dressed to the nines performing performing for cameras knowing full well that there are cameras out there because again rich people gonna rich tell me about all the celebrities uh, that you haven't seen who are in places you don't know right now, enjoying yes. the good life, looking for furniture, celebrating yes. their second honeymoon yes. that you will never know anything about because what? They don't they don't, they want, don't want you, you to, to know. know. Yeah. Also just also just like be in like a normal person's head for a minute. I love love. Some of my best friends are love. <laughs> 
but I don't just think about you walking down the street and passing a jewelry store. Unless they're shooting a commercial, I don't think regularly couples are just like going at it in front of Yeah. Like oh I just, <laughs> the jewelry it's store our honeymoon. It's our second honeymoon. I'm so we into just can't you right keep now. our hands off each other. Yeah, no, this is a performance. And TMZ writes the window shopping dissolved into a makeout sesh right there on the street. Typical for newlyweds. No, it's not. And also, they're not no, newlyweds. Not. They've right. been married for well over a month. Oh wait, they also have known each other since about a hundred years ago. Right. So. But Jen and Ben are far from typical. One of their bodyguards was about two feet away, keeping a watchful eye out for fans and desperately trying not to look at his boss's locking lips. Okay. All right. I'm sure he's like, could you guys stop, please? Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I I can't even. No. Kudos for them. I cannot wait until the third honeymoon coming soon. Bradley, bite your tongue. It's it's going to happen. I'm telling you. They're going to have a Hollywood. uh, We already know they're going to have a Hollywood wedding. Following the two that they've already had, yeah. they had the the surprise wedding. They eloped. Yep. And then they had the family and friends wedding. Yep. And then they're going to have the Hollywood glitterati wedding. Yeah, for all the people that couldn't make it to Georgia for the other wedding. Because yeah. you know, you know, it's like a you know, like you guys don't need to buy tickets you know, to come see us get married. We'll you come know, to you. Not that we're bitter, but like you're on your fourth wedding and also the second go round of this relationship. Yeah. What makes more sense than to have three weddings and three honeymoons? It's obvious. Come Everybody, on. Who doesn't do that? Who doesn't that? do that? When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, look, um, I'm going to I'm going to give you another D bag. And I know that you're going to think it's one thing, but it's definitely something different. And uh, we'll get to that. It has to do with the Gilmore Girls after this on my talk. One oh seven one. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk. One oh seven one. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley trainer. Hi. Hi. Uh, and you know what? I do just want to quickly say thank you to all of our sponsors that make this possible for us to be out here at the Minnesota State Fair. It is such a beautiful day. Uh, and also a huge thank you to all of our promotion staff who are out here working round the clock to make sure that you can get really great MyTalk t-shirts, etc. <laughs> Also, thank you to our engineers that are keeping us on the air. Thank you to Holly Beck at the station for holding down the fort. Thank you to our listeners who are coming out to say hi. Thank you to all of you. And listen, I'm going to counteract all of that gratitude with another D-bag. It's a double down. Oh, fun. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. (laughs) Who is your D-bag today? Okay, if I'm going to say his name and I don't think you know who he is, he's an actor by the name of Scott Patterson. It's not him. It's not him. I just realized when I said that, it made it sound like he's the D-bag. And if you know the story, you're going to like, I don't want emails yet. You can send them after I say everything. (laughs) He's not my D-bag, but this is a story that centers around him. So he was a character on, or he played a character on Gilmore Girls. Okay. And he did, um, they do this podcast, which this is a whole cool thing that... um, that actors are doing that were in shows that maybe aren't on that were really popular though or like you know really big you know important shows where they go back and watch the show and then they do like a companion podcast to tell you about things that were happening behind the scenes that you might not have known etc 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 well he did uh he did a podcast about an episode of the Gilmore Girls where there was a scene where uh, Lorelai Gilmore, who's played by Lauren Graham, and Suki, who's played by Melissa McCarthy, are 
checking out his rear end. Okay. And it's very rear end focused. Okay. Rear end forward. Yes. And usually um, it's rear end backward. But yeah. I right. Get your point. But this is for a scene from a, a, a one of the shows from season three. And so, like, when are like what time are we in right now? What year? What year is this? So I'm. It's like the two thousand three, probably okay. like early two thousands. Um, and so like 20 years ago. 20 years ago, and okay. it's all focused on his rear. And he says about this... Now, again, I have not gotten to the D-bag yet, so don't. it's not him. Uh, and it's not the Gilmore Girls. He says, um, ob- objectifying somebody's body part? Yeah, that was disturbing, he said. Uh, he's 63 now. He said it was infuriating because you're being treated like an object, and it's disturbing, and it's disgusting. And I had to endure that through that entire scene and then many takes, and it was the most disturbing time I've ever spent on that set. Huh. I couldn't wait for that day to be over. He said it Do made him feel like a meat stick. Do I, I don't really remember that scene. I just didn't know if this was like something that like fans of the show, because I never watched the show, but like the people who watch the show yeah. were like, oh, I remember that. That well, was awkward. To be fair, it's been a minute since I've watched that yeah. series, um, but I'm not surprised by it. Okay. Um, but he said just because it was 2003, it didn't mean it was okay. It's never okay, and I didn't feel comfortable doing it, and it bleeps me off. I never said anything, so I was angry at myself for never saying anything. But, you know, I had this job, and I didn't want to make waves and all that. So I, I read that, and I think, and he says later in the podcast, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, objectifying a body is not okay. And I read that, and I think, yeah, all of that sounds super-duper familiar. Do you know why it sounds so familiar? Because how many times have we heard a woman say this exact same thing? Yeah. Who's my D-bag, you ask? Men. <laughs> yes. No. I'm, Misogyny. No, no, I get used to it. Actually, People Magazine, because... This was like you and, and all the tabloids because this was one of the hottest stories that was being passed around yesterday. Yeah. Do you again? I'm guessing if you looked over, uh, you know, podcasts of the last week, plenty of women have said similar things. Yeah. I wonder if that's why, though. Probably it because is a man why. is saying it. But, I'm just saying because it is so rare that you would hear a man talk like that. Right. I'm and not saying it's a judgment of like which story is better or which right. deserves more real estate. I'm just saying I wonder if that's because it is uh, it's surprising coming from maybe a I, male. Mean, I don't know. Right, and I don't really either. But I would say yes, it is equally disturbing for a man to be objectified in such a way. It's also equally disturbing that we don't have oh, for equal sure. representation of women's voices who have said that they've been objectified. Oh my goodness, Colleen Lindstrom, feminist, you're the worst. I, but Who's it's true. That? No, me. I'm just oh, saying, like, I'm like no, because I just can hear, like, I think people, you're probably oh, she's just being, preaching to the choir when it comes to that. I hope so, because it is. It's it, that's I, when I saw that, I thought, okay, I, I'm not. I'm going to make this a d bag double down, and it's not going to be the thing that people think it is. Because Scott Patterson, I almost called him Steve Patterson, Steve Patterson for that. For that matter, can talk anybody can talk about how their body felt in a moment or how they felt about how their body was being used in a moment. Yeah. That's more than appropriate and totally great and wonderful. But then it should get equal play on the headlines oh, for sure. of the day. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. I still love that show. I also will just, I also will say this. What I, was his character? I don't even know what yeah, his character okay, so was. Like, why would he have been uh, objectified? objectified in that way? So he played um he play, I'm going to get his character. Is it Luke? Does, who are my, where are my Gilmore girls? Yeah? Luke. Okay, so Luke is the guy in town who owns the coffee shop on the corner. And Lorelai Gilmore, the mother of Rory Gilmore, played by Alexis Bledel, um, 
and she's played by Lauren Graham, Lorelai is. She has, like, they have this sort of, like, one of those, uh, like, odd crushes of, like, they, it's like a, they love hate each other. Yeah. And it, they, there's, like, a ton of sexual tension. Yeah. And, like, she's, compl- like, he's just really an attractive man. And her best friend is Suki, who's played by Melissa McCarthy. And they're, like, checking his body out. Because yeah. he's a good-looking man in town, right? Like, so that would, and then they do end up, spoiler alert, but everybody knows it. He and uh, Lorelai end up being a couple oh. and end up getting married long down the road. But th- so that I think is um, that was sort of the crux of it. And, you know, Amy Sherman Palladino, who created Gilmore Girls, th- what I was going to say is I'm cur- I would be curious to hear what her reaction is. Oh, sure. Because this would have been her writing. This yeah. would have been her storyline. This would have been her, you know. This would have been all her doing that this was part of that plot, and he's talking about it on a podcast. Now it's got headlines. I would imagine it's only a matter of time before she has to say something publicly about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, you would be you, you would not be surprised if she felt the need to to talk about it. Well, and you know, honestly, like she's not somebody who's ever shied away from talking about gender roles. Right, because she also is the creator of the marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and that's a that's a show that really plays with gender roles, especially yeah. in a different era. Well, and people evolve in the way they talk about things, so I wouldn't be surprised if she, you know, maybe recognizes that she would do things differently today. Right, absolutely, and like like he said, it was two thousand three, but that doesn't mean that it's okay. No, no, no. It was no, just a different time, and then we understand. And that's why it's important to hear those stories, and I, that, that's one of the reasons. I mean, this has nothing to do with your. Making um, this story a d bag, but I just think about the like the art of podcasting. People like to poo poo it all the time, but one of the things that allows people to do is have conversations mm. that really get missed, right? Like on a level that you know we didn't used to have conversations about this, about the things that we consumed in the media, whether it was TV shows and movies, which I think is a good thing because the mm-hmm. more you're having conversations about what you're consuming, I think the better you're going to be at sort of tailoring and really just approaching the art that you're creating and you know that is that's why i actually love that sort of genre of um podcast where it's looking back on a retro piece of entertainment and the people who were involved of it involved with it have a different perspective on it and it doesn't mean you can't appreciate the show Mm -mm. right it just means you have a deeper appreciation of the show for its flaws and foibles absolutely and And what what the time that it existed in yeah. yeah all of those things yeah. So anyway, I you know honestly, and I should be I should be frank about the fact that I have not heard the podcast. And again, like maybe it even was a mild debug. It was kind of the tabloids for all taking that headline on yeah, and not maybe giving sure. equal play to other voices. But also, it's just kind of our culture. So thank you for thank listening. You. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, is there an instrument that you've always wished you could play? Six five one. Six four one one zero seven one. What is the instrument you always wished you could play? We'll take your calls and talk to you when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show live at the Minnesota State Fair on My Talk one zero seven one.